Welcome to a special edition of the Overgrown Third Graders podcast. Um, so we were going to talk about mental health. It's Mental Health Month and how you cope with your mental health. Um, so I have a bunch of guests, as you can see down below. And we're going to go ahead and talk about all kinds of stuff today. So, uh, Dre, this is my co-host to my left, which I can't do correctly. Uh, <laughs> um, but, Dre, go ahead and uh, say something. Sure. Um, hey, everybody, welcome. Um, we are glad to have everybody here. And, again, as Carlos said, this is a great collaboration he and I have done in the past. Um, it is important for us to understand that everyone struggles with mental health issues um it can be something as small and it's not really a small thing but it could be something as small as just having like you know your your social awkwardness to as big as several other um illnesses that are just that you have to be uh diagnosed with heavily for something in medicine um this opportunity here is for us to help people that are going through something or has somebody in their personal life going through something and how we can help you kind of get it off your chest, talk about it and produce a community uh, that can be there to support you. We have started something called the Co collector safe space. And, you know, we wanted to make sure that everyone has that opportunity to feel safe and secure as well as, supported so you know as, if you don't mind carlos i'm gonna start i'll start us off before we introduce our guests to just kind of talk about what we're going through and what brought us to this point um so one second before we do that so i got two things that i want to kind of go over before we do this i am going to read the definitions of coping and mental health that way people out there that don't know uh, the actual definitions, this is the definitions. So the definition uh, for mental health is a person's condition with regard to their, <clears throat> excuse me, psychological and emotional well-being. So that's the definition of mental health. The definition for coping is to deal with and attempt to overcome problems and difficulties. So that is the whole point of this podcast is to talk about mental health, your mental health or someone's mental health. Uh, and how you cope with mental health. So that's what this is about. Go ahead, Dre. So a year ago, to almost to the to the month actually, I was introduced through some people I used to know uh, to Carlos, and they had told me, "Hey, uh, you know, I I had been very I was very open. At one point, I was not open to talking about my mental health." Because I was I was a school teacher active in the school system, and it was always frowned upon for any teacher to talk about you know what they were going through. If you were going through some sort of mental health issue like depression, anxiety, stress, they didn't want you to talk about it because it was always looked upon negatively. And being Hispanic, you know that's another thing too. Like our people always say, "Oh, you don't have any problems," you know. But we, as a Hispanic male, I did. Growing up, I did. I suffered from depression when I was when I was a kid and you know as an adult I suffered from anxiety and depression and it took my my wife now who is an amazing woman 
to help me get through a lot of it because I had reached a point one day where I was just like, I'm going to get in my car and drive off somewhere. And if I disappeared, who would miss me? And that was my trigger point to say, I need help. And I reached out to my sister. I reached out to my, to my girlfriend who is now my wife and she helped me through that. And it's never easy to talk about, but it is easier now because I went and got the help and I had the support network. I had, you know, my mother-in-law stepped in and helped me. And then eventually I opened up a year later to my family and really started telling them like, Hey, I'm taking medicine because I suffer from depression and anxiety. And it helped. It helped a lot. I think it's met, it's given me a, a lot more clarity in my own life. So, you know, I know a lot of people when they hear you say, oh, you were going to take your life or, oh, my God, like, you know, you suffered from depression and anxiety. Yeah, it, it's a big deal. And it's hard to open up and talk about it. But it's easier now because when I met Carlos last year, it, he made it just very easy for me to want to open up and talk about it and present it to a group of gentlemen and ladies that were in our panels to make sure we were okay. And I'm giving that with Carlos to you guys. So Carlos, do you want to give a little history about yourself and then we'll lead into our first guest? Yep. So, I mean, most of you guys know me for the most part. Um, so for me, uh, back in 2017, if you haven't heard this before, this would be the first time to hear it. Just be prepared. So 2017, I lost my job uh, that I loved dearly. And it wasn't for any cause. It was just like they laid me off for, you know, corporate reasons as they do. And I took it pretty badly. And um, this, this was in like April of 2017. And then <clears throat> this is like shortly before both my kids' birthdays. And I, I'm pretty, my kids were at school. My wife was at work and I just was like, I should just, you know, end this all because what's the point, you know, cause I had all those thoughts in my head and I literally hung myself in my room and that was it. But what happened, which I feel like is a whole different story is um, my dog started, started barking at the door. And I just was, I couldn't handle it anymore. I just couldn't handle listening to my dog bark. And I literally came out of unconsciousness and went and opened the door. UPS was there to deliver a package, signed for it, threw it on the ground. And then I just plopped on the ground, uh, on the couch and started, started crying. And that's when I knew, I was like, okay, I've got to, I need to get some sort of help. So I went and got uh, therapy through two right love on her arms. So I don't know if you guys know who that is. Uh, great organization. They've ran, I'm trying to think, through the Warp Tour for many, many years. And that's how I knew about them. But yeah, I got help from them and they got me with the right therapist. And it was what changed my life. And that's the whole reason, partly the reason why I started doing YouTube was one, I love toys and I wanted to talk about mental health more because it's very, you know, hush us. People don't like to talk about it because they're scared and they're scared of what people will think. And that I was just like, I don't care what people think. If people like me, they like me for me. If they don't like me because I have mental health issues, whatever. That's on them. So, um, yeah, that's kind of like my backstory into now. 
Um, like Jay said, that's how Jay and I met was I did this. We all met pretty much through Instagram. That's how we all met, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, for the most part. So here we are now doing our third mental health uh, podcast or live stream. And this has been awesome because I've had people open up to me privately on Instagram and like, hey, dude, thanks for saying something about that on your your channel. Uh, I'm kind of scared and I will talk to them through that. But I, I don't like I'm not going to be like, hey, man, you should come on this you know, podcast. I've said that. But as I'm like, I'm always the type of like whenever you feel comfortable and ready, I'm here. All these people will be here for you because everyone is uh, very good with, you know, people's feelings and how like they talk and whatnot so yeah that's that's it that's it for me uh there is one thing i will add to this and i and i I want to say that one thing that carlos brought up very very honestly here is that we the way we cope with things right we're part of what we're we're doing here is to show that we are mostly all geeks and nerds you can all look in our backgrounds. I know Jay is a little different because he because Jay is an actual comic book artist, and that's how he and I met. And um, he's an amazing guy, and I'm using him as just an example that we all have different outlets we use. And I'm not the only one in my house that suffers from from depression. I have other people in my house that do as well. And the thing that you is finding that outlet. You know, some like we're not using toys as the outlet. You can, but I know that for me networking with my friends like jay and i are working on some stuff outside of here and he's an artist and he has this great just and a writer he just knows what he's putting together and it's amazing to to talk to somebody that's writing this great stuff and gives you some good ideas you know lebron and i started talking and and that's how we started knowing i started knowing about his toy photography you know for me i like to get involved in work the more my brain is working the less from focused on other stuff and that's kind of where we're trying to find out what hobby outside of what you do gets you to keep motivated. If it is collecting that, that's great. Explain why, you know, I tell us what it is because I want to, I want to be able to help us understand and help the people understand. And I've already seen some great comments already in the chat. I want to thank everybody for coming in and yeah, there's a like religion is a, is a great Avenue. And I know that we have somebody on our panel that's an expert at talking about that. So when we get to that person, they'll, they'll, they'll talk about it. So I'd like to introduce first, uh, LeBron Fett. He's going to unmute his mic and he's going to come on in and we're going to give him a chance to talk for a little bit and tell us about what he, what he was struggling with and how to, how he's, um hey everybody um uh, i guess i'll start off by just saying i'm diagnosed with clinical depression so that's kind of always a struggle just by itself not anything added to it um and yeah so i was diagnosed when i was about 18 with it um i had a really bad uh an attempt where I honestly don't remember any of it like right before, but I remember everything kind of being sparkly for the next few days where I couldn't see things. Right. Um, and like, honestly, like one of the things the therapist said to me was to always set a different date. Like, it's helped a lot, but setting a date like 
you know, just a few weeks or a few months in the future that if you still feel like you're wanting to that day, you know, for the same issue. So that's kind of why I like pre-ordering figures because it's always the date I set, you know, a lot of times. Um, like, um, honestly, it gets pretty hard sometimes. Um, like, um, I've never been real close to my mother and stuff. And uh, yesterday was the anniversary of her death. So, <laughs> um. She never really liked me, so, you know, um, but collecting figures always, like, even when I was little, made me feel safe because my dad worked third shift, and he would come in and, like, move all my figures around and pose them, and that's really what got me into even figure photography and why I feel safe doing it because I feel like, you know, I mean, my dad's still alive and everything, but... um like that's what got me into it was you know like he would just move the figures around so i'm like okay well if this story going on with these figures if i can tell people maybe it'll help somebody else and yeah so i think that pretty much covers it <laughs> hey man like i said that's I think that's awesome. It's, it's one of the ways that you and I met was through uh, Instagram and we became very yeah. good friends. And I think that, you know, you saying what you said is very, very positive. You know, I, I love the connection that you made with your dad, with your, talking about your dad, yeah. you know, um, a lot of us have that, you know, uh, this community is a lot bigger than uh, we think sometimes. Um, we, we think it's a very narrow-minded group of people because all we do is collect toys, but there's so much deeper when you make connections to the people you have. And, uh, you know, LeBron, again, thank you for sharing out, my friend. Oh, no uh, I, I appreciate you. We, you know, I love you, brother. Yeah. And, you know, I, I'm, we, we are on the same coast, too. You ain't that far from me. Yeah. You, you a few hours drive south. Yeah. So if you don't mind, I'm going to have you mute your mic, okay. and I'm going to get on my friend, Jeremir. Jay, you ready to go? All right. Can you, can you guys hear me? Yes, we can. Loud and clear. Oh, yeah. Great. So first thing I want to say, I'm a little jealous because all you guys have <laughs> cool figures in the background. I'm not in I'm not in my house right now. Um, so, uh, yeah. So my name is Jeremy Francois. I'm a writer. Um, uh, LeBron, thank you for sharing that. Uh, and same for uh, I don't know your name exactly, but T3 Collects. Uh, thank you for sharing your story as well. Um, yeah, I, I've I've been writing for a long time since I since I can remember. Um, it's it is a safe space for me because it's more of like that's where I just go to create a lot of things. Uh, I've I'm not I haven't been in that at that level of uh, I know there's different levels of depression, but I've always been uh, I don't want to say I've been unhappy. I have I haven't found this thing that I've always wanted to do. I've always been just living life, you know, going to school, coming home, going to school, going home, and then, you know, getting to college, meeting some friends. But it's just, I've never found that thing until one day I was just like, writing was my thing. I've always, it was always there. Um, but, you know, uh, the way I, the way I describe it is uh, someone put into recently, uh, all of you know who uh, Michael B. Jordan is. Uh, I saw an interview with him and he said something about obsessing over that thing that you love. And, 
as of late, I've been obsessing over like my comics and stuff. So that, I always want to get that out there. So that's just always been my focus. And that's what keeps me, that's where I have my joy. Um, and that's what I stick to. So like, even now I'm thinking about like, when's like, I can't wait till my next thing is coming out. Um, and I always want to create stuff for people. Um, and you know, just make people happy with, with the stories that I'm trying to tell and tell something different. That's not just, um, created by Hollywood because they tend to reuse a lot of stuff. I just want to do something different that I've, I've always wanted to see when I was younger, um, just to create sparks in other people's lives. So, yeah, I, I wish I could say more things, but I, that's the first things that came up to my mind, but yeah. No, J Jay, that's, that's perfectly, again, like this is mm -hmm. your opportunity to share and mm -hmm. for you to, you know, it's like, it's so great that your avenue is the same avenue that I've, and, and I'm going to bless you, brother, because you introduced me to breaking out of my shell, to wanting to write. My wife, my wife even said she's noticed that change in me because I'm motivated I because I, because after you and I started talking and I had you on my show, our friendship has blossomed leaps and bounds because of that. Like I can text you and we talk and we bounce ideas off each other's head. You give me such great inspiration that if I start feeling like this lack of motivation, I think to you and I'm like, what would Jay do? And then I'll text you and we start talking about ideas and it gets me out of that funk, you know? And it's like you said, the more you keep your brain working, the more you keep like focusing on other stuff, it, it usually can help. And if you have a great yeah. person, like a sounding board, you know, and he has a podcast too, folks. We're going to give everybody opportunity at the end of the show to talk about where, where you can see them, find them. And if you wish to network with them because something they said resonates with you personally, we're going to give you that opportunity. So, Jay, again, thank you, brother. I appreciate yeah. you for sharing. Thank you for and, having me. Hey, no problem. And I have you mute your mic, sir. And I'm going to have JJ come on in. Come on down. You're the next contestant on The Price is Right, sir. <laughs> I guess I'll do that uh, everybody can hear me very well yes thank you uh first and foremost i wanted to thank uh t3 and dre for doing this and uh giving us all the opportunities thanks to you guys for telling your story uh before i get to mine i just want to say dre i know archer already told you and i don't know if you saw it but can you move a little bit more to your right because the logo right there you go there you go that's good um so uh a lot of y'all know me as John Joker on my YouTube channel. Right now, I'm kind of officially retired from YouTube. Uh, I had a few things happen to me with physically, which I never thought would happen. I've spoke about this before. I did have a, a panic attack. Um, I was thinking it was a, a heart attack. I went to the doctors, and they said it was just a panic attack. I always believed that a panic attack was mentally. Uh, no, it's not. It, it can be physically. Um I, I don't know how much I can say because I know it's going to, I'm trying to keep it short for everybody else. But um, a lot of people know me as a, as a happy go going person. I, I always try not to be negative. I always try to be positive with everything. Even if somebody that is so mean to you can, I always try to see the good in them and, and stuff like that. So um, one of the things I like to tell people is that even though you may not have a life that's more difficult than others, you still are a human being and you're going to have issues to where you're going to need to talk to somebody. Um, I always try not to talk to people about things, but, you know, it is important, especially for 
you know, I, I don't want to say that females don't have an issue, but mostly us males go through so much that we don't discuss it, not even with our wives or our loved ones, because we don't want to put the, I guess, the burden on them or to say, oh, well, my man's not strong enough or, you know, us men were brought up to be masculine, tough. And especially in the Hispanic culture, we're like, like Dre said, you know, no tienes nada, meaning you don't have anything. It's, you got to toughen out, you know, and, and our generation before never had this chance, never believed in that. They just kept going for their families. And, you know, that's why a lot of them get angry and we see them grow up and be angry as, as grandparents or as great grandparents. And we're like wondering why they, they were never like that, but it's probably because they never had this opportunity. And, you know, going to my stories, I've, um, I've tried taking my life back when I was a teen, I've uh, had a gun in my head. I almost pulled, well, pulled the trigger, but it was on safety. G gladly enough, I was too stupid not to know how to uh, use a weapon at that time. So, you know, thank you for the safety and, and more than anything, thank you the, for to the Lord, which I am. I have my faith. Um, another time I've tried uh, taking, you know, breaking those little antibiotics or little pain med deals that you put with the injections with shots. Broke one of those and just took it thinking that I was going to take me. All it did was give me a, a nasty stomach, upset stomach, which... Again, thanks for that, you know, to the Lord. You know, I could have always gone that route to where I wouldn't be here. Um, my things is, uh, as even now, I have a biological father that lives in my area and I have so much anger with him that I've always thought that I've given that up. And every time I see that, see him or, or talk about that, I get angry. And... Um, I'm not going to get angry now, guys. I, I've learned to control it. But, you know, I, I have a, a wonderful stepdad. Uh, and I don't call him my stepdad. I call him my dad who has been there for me. But still, the person that you grew up with, the person that made you. And I know that LeBron has gone through that. You you love them, but you hate them because they should be there for you. They should guide you the way to be a better person than what they are. Um. All I can say, like I said, I always try to be positive with people. The only thing I can say from my biological father is the one thing that I learned from him is that what he did to me and my sisters by disowning us, I would never do to my kids. I have three beautiful, wonderful kids, and they're the ones that the reasons why they keep me going. At the same time, like I've always said, I've always seen that other people have it worse than us. Um, but still... You know, when you have all this locked up inside you and you have things that anger you, you know, you got to find a way to let it go. And, you know, like you all said, coping is one of the things. And, of course, it's kind of hard to cope as an adult because in my case, I still feel like I'm a kid. And all this that you see behind me is what keeps me coping along with my kids. But it's hard to find that little time of just wanting to be a kid again when you have your priorities as an, as, as a parent. And I don't want to say adult. I don't, I don't believe in saying adulting, but it does suck being an adult because you just want to have that at least a whole one day just to be a kid again, just to cope from mental health. And I think, 
with the way the, the our world's going that we're working too much. And I'm talking about the work part, you know, I think that's just the part that we need to kind of sometimes step back. I know we need work and I know it's important and I know we need, you know, that financial uh, purpose to feed our kids, give a roof to, to buy more stuff. But we also have to take the time to give ourselves that mental relaxation and just let go of things and also let go of the past. Um, you know, uh, I, I'm still working on myself to get better because I know that I have issues. One of my other issues that gives me a mental, bothers me mentally is that I'm forgetting a lot more things now that I'm older. Um, you know, I, I just, um, I, I think with the way I, I, what I went through my young age, the way I was letting go of my angers, the letting go was a, was a bad thing. And what I would do was headbutt walls, headbutt rocks, headbutt things. I was just using my head to just to let that go. And now realizing that what people go through when they go through boxing or like NFL players, maybe, you know, maybe there's something going on in there that makes me forget, especially that, you know, our frontal lobe is what helps us with reactions of, you know, if you look at a couch, you're going to say couch. You already know what it is. And in my case, sometimes I'm like, yeah, go have a seat at the, at the, the and I'm, I'm stuttering. And that gets me angry and that gets me bothered. Or I'm forgetting little things from two minutes ago. So I can see where men, you would get older, stuff like that hits us. And we're like, am I getting older? Or is it just because we're so much stressing us that we got to do what we got to do as men and be strong for the people that we love that that's breaking us down inside without us even knowing so um uh I, i'm not trying to keep this too long i can go on and go on but uh yeah that's my that's a little bit of my story i mean there's still more stories to, to, to come later on that whenever you guys give me the opportunity again to come back but uh, uh you guys are not alone um you know, I also have a phone number that I want to give out and uh, some of the people in the chat have it. And I'm also the type that I want to, you know, have people vent to me. And so anybody wants to ever vent to me, you're more than welcome to. You can find me on Instagram and vent to me and get my number and we can talk. I just think that right now with everything going on, we need to start finding ways, like you said, coping and helping each other out. Um meant to to mentally help ourselves and to not get go into a direction where we either hurt others physically or emotionally or but more importantly not hurt ourselves physically emotionally because there's always others that are going to depend on us that can't depend on themselves right now and i think you guys know who i'm talking about that will continue our legacies and other than that i really I really thank you guys and I appreciate you guys listening. And again, I'm always here for you guys if you all ever need anything. So thank you. JJ, I want to tell you from, from my perspective to you, brother, I think you and I have a lot in common because um, I'm a stepdad now and I love my daughter, my 13 year old. I love her to death. I don't even call her my stepdaughter. She's my daughter. That's how much I love her. She's been a part of my life now for five years I'm watching her grow into a beautiful, strong young woman. And with my wife, we have our three-year-old. That's our daughter together, but it's our family. And I, I don't make a distinction of step or, you know, individual. It's she's mine. 
and they're my kids and I will protect them. Like you said, our job as dads and it's, and it's not just a Latino thing, but there is this stigma amongst the Latin about amongst Latinos and Hispanics that we don't want to believe that there's ever issues, but I think we're starting to get better now and realize that there are issues and struggles um, within the Latino community about mental health and they're getting rid of that stigma. I also wanted to say that I know what it's like to not have your dad around and disown you because um, at 13, my dad walked out of my life. He just upped and walked out and it changed my whole perspective. And I would never do that to my kids. I would never, I have an older son who's going to be 18 this year and he doesn't live with me. He lives in New York. And one thing I always try to do is be better. We always are going to be better. You know, we strive to be better than our parents and we always want to. And I think JJ, you're taking those steps to do that. And I'm real proud of you. And I definitely want to get your number after I want to get your number afterwards. And we're going to talk some more because I really, I see a friendship between you and me. Like I don't bullshit anybody. I appreciate that. And I, I, I we're going to talk more. So cool. Thank you. I'm I appreciate gonna, that. It'd be great. Let me mute myself now. No, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> All right. I'm going to introduce a very good friend of mine, a personal friend of the channel and a brother to me, Mr. Yukon Phil. You guys hear me okay? All right, cool. All right, first of all, this is awesome, guys. Uh, you know, I know most of you guys personally. Um, Jeremy, I don't know you personally, but thanks for being on this. You guys, I mean, for number one, you guys are all friends of mine. We talk online, offline, all that sort of thing. So thank you very much for doing this. I'm going to give you a little backstory, and then I'm going to tell you how I cope with that, and then we're going to get into some face stuff too, guys. So, um, you know, back in 2011, I was married to my first wife, and it, it blew up. It blew up and I got divorced. And it was a really major shell shock for me um, when that happened. I thought that, uh, you know, that was going to be it. I never imagined myself divorced. I, that was just something that, um, for one, my faith I didn't believe in. Uh, two, I just it didn't seem real. It's, it felt so grown up. It was, it was amazing. And um, I will never say that I got to a point in my life where I wanted to take my own life. Um, that's due to my faith as well. I, I don't believe in that sort of thing and and that but uh it was very difficult and my support system got me through that my my mom my dad my brother who's on the chat dan henry thank you so much he is my brother and he is one of the most supportive individuals you will ever run into so props to you my brother um but uh it was a very difficult situation to get through um and oddly enough, one of the one of the people that got me through it the best is my current wife, because I met her just a couple months after the divorce was final and things progressed really fast. And, you know, two months later, I found myself on my knee proposing to my current wife. And I was like, wow, this is so much within a year to go through. And my head was kind of spinning. And I was like, wow, it's just so much and so intense. But um, one thing that my wife introduced to me was a church that we started to go to, a non-denominational church in Colorado Springs. That opened up my perspective completely. I had always gone to church when I was a kid. I always been uh, raised in the Catholic church, but this was a this was a Christian church. It was a little more open, gave you perspective, and had a different way of uh, showing you the light of Jesus Christ and showing you the light of God to kind of resonate with you a lot better. So, you know, that kind of ties me into my support systems now and what I do. Number one, I just said it, my support system is God. I go to God for everything. And sometimes you get answers, sometimes you don't. 
But having that faith in something and a higher power and going and knowing, you know, they call him a counselor for a reason because he's the greatest counselor that there is to man. He wants to be there with you. He wants a relationship with you. So that is what I firmly believe. And that's what I do is I go to God with everything first. I sit here at my desk and I, even as I'm on this show, I'm praying about what can I say? What can I do? My show, when I'm working, everything goes through that. That's, that's the cycle that I go through. So God is a, the number one in my life, the most important thing to me. And anytime I have a problem, that's where I go first. Secondly, I believe that people are sent to you in this planet to help you and be the voice of God through you. My wife and my family are those main people. My wife has been a true God sent to me and a, a person that I can confide in at any time, any point, always gives a great perspective, always gives a non-biased opinion on anything I'm going through. And she's an absolute godsend, love her to death. Jules, I know you're not watching this, but I love you. And then of course my brother too, my mom and my dad and my family, my brother, extremely supportive people, uh, always have been. We've had our bumps, uh, we're good now. And uh, I gotta tell you, I, I know that is through the grace of God because even when we've had issues, Ed has opened a door for everybody to take a step back and expand and say, okay, what do we need to do? What do we need to change? And that's kind of what's happened. And that's not something that we can do. I don't believe it's something that we can do on our own. I think it takes a higher power and higher act for that to happen. So that really, you know, and, and of course my kids, I've got two little kids, seven and five who, you know, light of my world, everything. So that, that right there is reason for getting up in the morning reason for, you know, you see how they grow. You see how they talk. You know, my 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 daughter knows every book of the Bible. I I, I don't even know that. <laughs> so it's it's quite amazing, really, how uh, they gravitate to these things. They gravitate towards what they see. And lastly, these boys in this chat. You know, when I started my YouTube channel, I was scared to death. This is not really who I am. I've learned to be this way. I have never met a more supportive community and guys who got your back no matter what. I don't have that many friends outside of this, but I have a ton of friends inside this. So Carlos, Dre, LeBron, Archer, JJ, Yarmir, all you guys in the chat. This has really turned me into an even bigger and more, you know, uh, outgoing person than I ever thought I could be. So the support you guys offer is just absolutely phenomenal. I appreciate you being, uh, having me on this show and love you all boys. So thank you. I'm going to tell you, uh, Phil, with um, a lot of what you said resonates with me because in 2013, I lost my mom and I was dating somebody at the time. And foolishly, I stood with this person after they broke up with me. After my mom died a week, oh, two, two weeks later, my mother passed away. Person broke up with me. And a few weeks later, we got back together, moved in, got married. Don't know why we did that. And then 10 months later, she cheats on me and leaves me. And I was like completely at rock bottom. I lost my house, lost my job, lost my mom. And you, you can't be at your worst. But like you said, and this is where faith with me was, I was at my lowest where I was like, what can I do? My best friend, who I love as a sister, she came in, gave me a place to live. She gave me a bed to sleep in and supported me financially and emotionally. And that led me to being on YouTube, 
almost 10 years ago. And to now the community that I've have, and even though I've restarted my channel twice, the community of people I have are the people I have grown to love and trust. And you are one of those people. Like, you know, I don't bullshit anybody. I tell it like it is. And when I'm a friend with you, you're a friend to me. I will give you 100%. But if you do not want to be in my life, I will take you out because drama is not needed. We have kids. We're all grown. If we don't have kids, we're just grown. We don't need that shit in our lives. Negativity is something that I have since, and I'm going to say this for Carlos. Carlos said it to me the other day. He said, you have changed so positively that the new house, the new everything just makes you shine. And that meant the absolute world to me. So thank you, Phil, for coming on Absolutely, and speak. Man. And and hey, I know that with you, you are my faith expert. <laughs> and, and, I, and I don't say that. I'm Catholic. I'm definitely no I, expert, man. <laughs> no, 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 no. You got to look at it this way. God works through people. He uses people to help work, to help us, because that's how we prophesize the word. Correct? Absolutely. So I, I hey, look at 12 years of Catholic school. I got something out of it. <laughs> and I think that me meeting you and you joining our, our group of uh, that has helped a lot and opened up a lot of doors for me in my own faith and me with just as our friendship. So I wanted I to thank you that, for man. that. I'm All just right. doing what I'm told. So I appreciate that, man. Appreciate you. So we're going to now go to my cleanup hitter, the guy who I know has got a great personality. I've heard nothing but positive things in the times I've interacted with him. He is just a great person in the community. I'd love to introduce Hey Archer. Yeah. Uh, thanks for having me. Uh, I, I <clears throat> First of all, tip my hat to all of you. Um, some powerful messages there. Uh, and it's also just weird how, I forget who said it at the top, but like we all have like a thing in common. Like there's a thread, like everything, everybody who, who said something, there's something you said where I'm like, oh yeah, I was there. Or yeah, I did that. Or, you know, even Phil, like um, I grew up in a super religious household. So being in religion and that being kind of your your ground, that was always there. Um, but then, you know, the gentleman at the top, I'm also from a Hispanic household. So if you do have a problem, you don't have a problem. Get over it. Move on. Com completely get all, all of it. Um LeBron with the collecting and you know the the, the figures them being the, the space because you're building your own stories and your own world with what you have like that was me like I I'm um, an only child so there's plenty of times where and I was also a lock and key kid so if anybody doesn't know what that means you know both your parents are working I was fortunate to have both my parents growing up but they're working, so you head home, and if your friends are busy or doing whatever, you just you're told you just go home, unlock the door, lock the door, stay in your house, and you wait till an adult shows up. So that's where the comfort came with having the figures and world building, because again, we didn't have Netflix and the internet, so you couldn't just look up your favorite shows. You had to you had to make your own shows uh, as you're there, um, and then because just kind of love saying your name, Francois. You know, as you saying, he, you know, trying different things and all of a sudden writing is that thing that catches and you're like, oh, this is it. I'm going to, again, world build myself, do my own thing. Um, that's how I got into video creation. Like back in back in the day. I had um, 
I think a Dell computer was our first one, pretty sure. And uh, I remember it was like a big deal to have that and to sit there and play Tetris on it. You were like, you know, the coolest kid around. And Windows Movie Maker was there. And that's as the internet's starting to, to come up. And I find out there's more than two seasons of Dragon Ball Z. And I get a chance to download all these clips online and put them in Movie Maker and um, put Linkin Park songs to them. You know, and that was like my joy after school at times. Like, again, when you're kind of just flying solo. Um, but, you know, to everything you guys said, I had, there's one time I had that moment where I was just like, there's no other route. And that was essentially when I reached uh, senior year of high school, sent out all my applications for colleges, and I suck as a student. I tell everybody, I'm like, I'm dumb. Like, there's things, like, if there's something I'm interested in, I'll learn it. But everything else, like traditional school learning, terrible, absolutely terrible. Um, every letter came back rejected, all of them. And then I was like, well, I guess I could try going into military. But as an obese kid, they're like, nah, we're good. So I was like, well, <clears throat> I truly have no, no other shot. Like, I don't know where else you know, I'm supposed to go here. Um, but thankfully, my mom actually, based on her background, she believed in, you know, just seeking counseling and that kind of thing. So that set me on a different path and, you know, here today. But it is crazy how, in a good way, now it's like acceptable. It's becoming acceptable to, to voice your, your thoughts and your feelings and all that stuff. Because, I mean, JJ was kind of saying it too um, about his past or, or about like our um, parents and our grandparents and all that. Like my, my family is just like the guys are like, all right, well, we're just going to drink and start a new family if we feel like it. Like, that's just that's what happens when you're angry. <laughs> you just go do that and then come back if you feel like it. And people just welcome you because they're like, well, I guess that's what I'm supposed to do. So just like issue on issue. But now it's like, no, like that's not right. Like you can express your your stresses and your issues and all that kind of stuff. So um, like I said, it, it's crazy how much we all relate and have things in common and i like that we're all open so that if you are having that issue you're having that day where it's kind of like a little rougher than usual you can there's somebody you can dm text call that kind of thing who knows where you're coming from because we've all done the same thing um and then the the one just to i guess kind of wrap up when tt was saying about his his moment um i was listening to the inside of you podcast it's been like my new favorite thing with Michael Rosenbaum, who was uh, Lex Luthor on Smallville. I knew him as Flash from Justice League. He had Alan Richson on, who I think is like the next big action star, in my opinion. He was Jack Reacher on the Reacher TV show. Um, he actually had your story is almost verbatim what happened to him. And I was listening to it and even Michael on the show was like, but when did this happen? And this was in the last 10 years. And it's like, wait, but you just had like this blockbuster, then did this show hit this? Like, how do you get from all of that to that moment? He's like, sometimes you just feel like it's not enough and you just feel like I've got no, I've got no, no other route. 
and by seeking help and, and just even vocalizing it. Cause at that point he wasn't vocalizing anything he felt. He was just like, you keep it in there, vocalizing it with his wife, his now wife and, and all that stuff. Um, he's still with us today. So it's, um, I think for everybody in the chat, like it, if you are afraid to, to vocalize, trust us when we say we understand, but also trust us when we say that's a far better route than the alternative and reach out before alternative. I give my time. Uh, let me, before you mute your mic, dude, I, I powerful stuff. Lo, I, I, I feel like I love listening to you. Cause I, I became, a, uh, became the, the lock and key kid when I was actually a teenager. Cause when my parents got split, my mom and I went to, we lived in New York. So we went from the suburbs to the Bronx and we lived in, we lived in the projects. Oh, so, so you mom, were like down the street from me, essentially. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I, I was like, my mom's like, you get home. Cause she was a nurse. She's yep. like, go lock the door. You know, you're 13. If you got to go to the mm -hmm. corner store, there's some mm -hmm. money in my dresser. Yes. You, you come back, you lock the door. That's it. And wait till yeah. I get home. That's mm -hmm. and, and I had, and I was an only child and, and I'm going to state this because, uh, I love the comment you made. Um, you know, our back then the parents, you know, they didn't, they drank. My dad wasn't a drinker. My dad was a <clears throat> polite word we'll use is fornicator. He would choose to go elsewhere. So mm -hmm. I, I have siblings that I know of and mm -hmm. we have a few siblings I don't. Mm -hmm. And the siblings that I do know I've bonded with because when my father passed away, we did, I didn't have a relationship with him. I have a relationship with my siblings mm -hmm. and I try to stress to them, don't be like him. You know, be like what we want to be for our kids, what we're mm -hmm. trying to unify, because you don't want to be your parents unless they're good parents, you know, then be like them. But if anything I could ever strive to be is like my mom, because yeah. that woman, whew, she gave and gave and gave till she died. But you, sir, I I definitely know that you and I need to talk more, too, because I feel like you just I love that you found and made anime music videos because I'm like, I bet you I ran into you at Otakon a couple years ago. Like oh, 10, for sure. Years, and you probably <laughs> made some AMVs I watched, so we got to definitely <laughs> talk. But yeah, I, I want to say thank you for, for coming on and, and appreciate your time. Yeah. And I, I want to let people know in the chat, if you guys are going through something right now, if you want to like type it in the text box and say what you feel, we will, it's going to give us a chance to respond and give you some insights. This is your chance to now bond with us a little bit better. And when I say that it's, it's so alien because we're, you know, we're in a time and age where like, like Archer said, you know, growing up internet was like the World Wide web. You typed in your stuff and you had maybe a hundred hits now billions. And it's so different where information's at your fingertips but the connectivity and the ability to talk to people is what we're here to, to try to bridge that gap. You know, I may not be in New York right now to sit with Jay at a, at a table and talk, but if Jay and I want to talk, we can FaceTime. We can jump on a text. Same with Carlos. Carlos and I took an hour and a half yesterday talking on the phone. He heard my daughter talking to me and we started talking about how our kids grow so fast. JJ, you said that too, how quick it changes. And so did you, Phil. It's so amazing to see the interconnectivity. And I feel like people think that this is a bullshit joke. Like, I'm going to tell you something. Anybody that gets to know me says one of two things about me. 
man, I want this dude in my corner or, oh, this motherfucker is annoying. Some people say both because they love me. Some people don't because they don't like me. But the difference is you form these bonds with the people that want you there because it means something. And that's what we're trying to do. Because as adults, it ain't easy to make friends. It's not. It's very difficult because it feels like, oh, how do I make a friend? It was easy when we were kids. If me and Archer were kids, and man, we were in the same on the hood in the block, man, I would have been like, yo, you wearing a Dragon Ball Z shirt? Yo, Vegeta, Vegeta. And he'd be like, no, Piccolo, son. And then we'd be we'd be beefing over something as stupid as that. But that would be how we would have became friends in real tight. You know, if Phil and I were in the same Catholic school, we could have we could have bonded over the fact that we like Star Wars. You know, it's like everybody has a way of feeling that interconnectivity when we were kids. Now as adults, it's like, oh man, I feel weird if I call Archer up and I'm like, dude, you grew up here? Cool. It's like some people feel like, oh, our wives have to be friends first. Nah, man. If my wife likes your wife, that's cool. But if me and you are cool, that's awesome. And I feel like that's what happens when we get older is that we have to, It's a, I make it a family affair because my family is my life. And that's not a Latino thing. That's not a minority thing. That's a people thing. Families are our core group of love and fans. And we have to always make sure that they nurture us and we nurture them. So um, is there anybody that wants to share a little bit more? And if you do, awesome. LeBron, unmute your mic, brother. You are free to come on and say what you need to say. Oh, okay. Um, I just wanted to say a little more because – um, like, um, honestly, I've reached out to General Kenobi a bunch here lately with, um, I talked about my dad in the beginning. Um, and yeah, so he got diagnosed with diabetes like two years ago and seeing who he is now versus who he was when I was a kid has really just broke me. Like, because my daughter had her birthday party um, last weekend. We were in Chattanooga, um, and we were in an elevator that broke. Like, the doors wouldn't shut and stuff. I had to pry it open, held it open for everybody to get out. My dad tried to convince me the elevator didn't even break. Like, and that just broke me so bad because... It was like he couldn't even acknowledge that there was any problem at all. He has his leg amputated. And he has me scared to drink a regular Coca-Cola because of it. But he keeps going, no, it's staph infection. I mean, yeah, it was, you know, it got infected. But it's like you don't die from age. You die from some problems it causes. It's the same thing. And like. And I mean, yeah, like it, it just kind of broke me and like, yeah, like y'all have been there for me. And like I said, I mean, I've reached out to general Kenobi a few times, uh, like save nerd too. And like, yeah. And not to go off on a big whole tirade and stuff. And, you know, the, you know, how we, you know, I uh, talked about times I've done it. Um, like, yeah, like I was having the thought, like, 
two weeks ago that maybe I should so that my wife and daughter wouldn't have to deal with them anymore. But yeah, I'm good now. So, but yeah, like, yeah. Okay. I'm gonna no, again. no, no. Wait, one second. I'm going oh. I'm to, I'm, I'm going to say something to you personally, because I, 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 I've done this and, and people know I, I'm very open. If, if you guys don't know me personally, you get to know me personally because everything I've said is not something I've ever, I've not said to people when they've ever asked me my story, LeBron, you ever, ever feel that way again, reach out, dude, you have my number. Call me. Yeah, I and, I, and, it, and this is not a stress to you, dude. This yeah. is, I'm producing that open line to you because guess who I yell at? Carlos right above you. Cause he'll be like, I'm going through something, Mr. Lone Wolf. I want to beat his lone wolf ass sometimes because I love him. I love him like my brother because he drives me nuts and I want to be there for him. And then he's like, Oh, I'm fine. Yeah. We, we say that we're fine, but sometimes we're not. And yeah, he yep. can deal with it and he has his network out there and I get it. But you, if you don't feel that way, call me. Okay. I will, I will gladly sit with you on the phone. We can FaceTime, whatever you fucking need, bro. And that's no bullshit. Like people think that that's like, oh, Dre says that or Carlos says that. No, 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 folks. We're, we're not full of shit. We're, we're 100% honest. And can I just say when I heard you pry open an elevator, I'm thinking like what kind of Herculean strength because my arthritic ass would not have been able to crack open a thing like that. Like yeah. you freaking pulled the Hulk, dude. You're a superhero in my mind. Oh, thanks, you are man. a legit superhero. It was muscle adrenaline. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say adrenaline in my ass, man. <laughs> You're low key a Power Ranger. I know, I know low key. You got yeah. that more for you. Are like I need to uh, <laughs> and, and pull that out. So again, I appreciate the shares, man. I mean, this is that opportunity. So feel free. And I, again, dude, we love you. That don't for don't sure. feel like that. You gotta, you know. Does anybody else want to share? Uh, Carlos, I think you jumped in, so I'm gonna mute my yeah. mic. <laughs> um. So yeah, I do drive Trey crazy. Like all the time <laughs> so uh but lebron dude um i'm glad you're here with us like i really am if you ever like jay said if you ever get to that point like we're all here like that's the whole point of this and anyone in the chat that's the same thing like jay said it's no bullshit like if you're having a day <clears throat> you can message me on instagram i'll give you my phone number if i don't answer right away it's because i'm busy or working or doing something but i will get in touch with you as soon as I can. So don't ever hesitate to reach out to me or Dre or anybody here. So yeah, man, you're, I'm, I'm glad you're here. Sorry, you. I was yeah. muted. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Um, what I wanted to say was, you know, as far as like mental health in general, like I feel like, like I was telling Dre yesterday that over I'm trying to think right before let's just say three years ago, pandemic happened right before that. I feel like that's when the shift from mental health became a big subject and people were starting to slowly come out and be voice um, like their mental health and for the, for whatever reason, I don't know what kind of what happened, but people were more aware and, feeling that they're okay to talk about it without being judged. And when it comes to mental health, people are scared to talk about it because one, 
they don't want to be judged by family, friends, or neighbors, or whoever, because it's just because everyone's scared to talk about it. I grew up in a uh, semi-Hispanic uh, household, and then my so my dad's Hispanic, and my mom is a white blonde lady. So my mom's very uh, family is very religious, and so I grew up in two households basically: a Catholic side and a non-denominal Christian household. So those things clash. So growing up, all I remember from growing up is my mom and dad arguing most of the time because of my mom's side of the family not liking my dad because my mom married a Hispanic man. And that's what I remember growing up. So how I coped with that as a kid, I don't know because I was a kid. But I can think back to toys. That was like my escape from everything. Because as I got older and went to therapy, that's kind of where it all like the therapist was like, you know, getting this all out of me. I didn't know because I was a kid. Like when you're little and stuff like that happens, you just kind of tend to, you know, be a kid. And that's kind of like where it all went into was toys, comic books, and friends going out and playing basketball, whatever. As I got older, I just, as I got into my teens, I uh, was diagnosed with depression. And that's kind of like where that all went into. And, um, I, at one point, I can't remember what age I might've been like right out of high school. I just stopped taking my pills for depression because I was telling Dre, they, as I kept taking them and they kept messing with the dose, like either I needed more dosage or a lower dosage. I felt like it was making me a hundred times worse. And it was just like, I couldn't handle it anymore. And there was two options at that time. I could have done something really dumb. Or I could just, I was just like, I'll just quit taking them. When I quit taking them, that's when like I felt like I could like think clearly and I became a different person. But I didn't really talk about like my feelings because my dad would, as a kid, was like, you don't talk about that stuff. You know, uh, we don't want anyone to listen to your problems and stuff like that. That was kind of like what I grew up with. And then my mom's side of the family was uh, like, oh, you're not depressed. You just need Jesus. And that's the devil talking to you. And it was just like these conflicting things of growing up. And as I got older, I was just like, I'm just going to like not, I don't need any of this anymore. I'm just going to walk away from everything. And like Dre said, solo, the solo wolf. Um, that's kind of how I became. I just like, I got to figure this shit out on my own. Like I'm going to, I'm an adult kind of at this point, like, you know, 21, uh, like where all my friends are partying and getting drunk stuff. I did that at one point and I just like, yeah, this shit's not for me. Like I don't find that fun. And my whole thing was I wanted to get married at a young age, which I'm kind of glad I didn't. I waited, you know, now I'm married, have two kids. Couldn't ask for anything better. Is my life perfect? No. Cause none of our lives are perfect. You know, I've lost jobs. I've gone through all kinds of hardships and all kinds of shit. And, you know, like I said, 2017, that was the lowest point of my life. Like that's when I knew I needed to do something. And I did that. And to help cope with all those issues from the past, the toys. And I got really, I'm really into music. There's a lot of things. Maybe you guys don't know. I'm really into music. I collect vinyl. I used to manage bands. I used to go on tour with bands. Um, I draw, I do artwork. I haven't done it in a long time, but I do. If I really want to, I will, I can draw stuff out of my mind or say it was like some comic book 
character. I could just draw it, no problem. So those are the things I do to cope. And because of you guys in this on this right now, I have become friends with a lot of you guys. And like, I don't have a lot of friends outside of my actual non-YouTube life. I really don't. My friends are, as I say, is my son, my daughter, and my wife. Like, those are my friends. And then, you know, my brother-in-law and then soon-to-be brother-in-law. Um, those are, that's my network of friends. And so outside of all this. So because of this, I feel like I was able to kind of shed a light on mental health a little bit more. Because like I said, people want to talk about it because they're scared of being judged. And at, at one point in my life, I was just like, I don't give a shit anymore. I don't give a fuck if people think of me of a different way. I don't care. This is just me. If they don't like me for me, whatever. Like I don't need them in my life. And that's an easy way for me to turn my back. Just like you, you're not here for any other reason for you know to help me and to become my friend for how I am. And if you don't want to be my friend because of what I'm going through, like I don't need you. I'm like I don't have time for your shit. It's too like I don't like drama. I don't like uh, negativity because my mom's side of the family is so negative and I just, that's a trigger. Like negativity is a trigger. And I just like, I, that's why I said I stepped away from all that shit. So that kind of gives you a, a little bit more of a background, but yeah, that my coping mechanism is this YouTube music and art. That's how I cope. And I'm done. Uh, Carlos, I want to tell you, um, you know, all jokes aside, I love you, brother. You know, you know that um, I just wanted to, uh, you know, I, I think that the fact that I knew that you love vinyl was one thing that I, I reminded me of my mom because she used to collect vinyl and uh, I love music coming up in the house, too. Um, I want to address some stuff that was coming up in the chat, some positive stuff and things I've been reading. Um, thank you again. I'm not going to say that we haven't had a chance. We've been acknowledging you guys, but um, there's been a lot of stuff like I'm going to acknowledge something that. uh JMC said that he said that he wished that he could have reached out when his father had passed away. And, it, you know, he likes to deal with things very solo. Um, I also know I, when his father passed, I reached out to him. And he said that, you know, he dealt with things on his own and with his family. And that's a lot of the times how, like, General Kenobi said it too. Our, and Carlos just said it. Our initial response is to kind of encircle ourselves with our family first. And then we let everybody else come in once we feel, I guess, that level of safety. But some people don't even have that. So we are that first line of defense against that fact if you don't have that family. Or, and I'm going to borrow a line from Phil, if you don't have your faith, what if you don't have God that you feel, even though he's there, what if you don't have that? You know, that's a lot of where people people don't understand the struggle don't have that ability to, to really realize that they're here. But sometimes, again, and I will agree with General Kenobi, you got to take a step back. And when we take that step back, that is our time and our opportunity to really reflect, really give us that chance to rewind and say, what am I, what do I need to do to get this right? What do I need to do to help heal myself? And how could I go forward i know a lot of the times for me it is because i did do the pills i did drink i mean my i had roommates before i met my wife i lived with three roommates in a house and they would see me just buy alcohol and they said one day they took 
they said, Andre, we, we, they approached me. They're like, we think you have a problem. And I said, what do you mean? They're like, we took out like 20 bottles in two days. Should we call your sister? Should we talk to somebody? Like, do you need help? And that's led to when I made those decisions to then go get help. But I didn't think it was an issue. It was just my way of drowning out the pain, drowning out the, the thoughts. You got to always find the positive drug. Always. If it's reading, if it's faith, if it's collecting, movies, writing. Hell, I play Dungeons and Dragons every Tuesday. Let me tell you, nothing beats chucking dice, pretending you chopping them a dragon in half. I'm going to tell you, folks, you need to really get a stretch. You're like, man, this motherfucker at work. And this, and you start chucking some dice because you pretend you're that half-orc named Balboa and you're going to go knock a dragon out. It helps because you're not that – you're not Andre. People know me as Dre. My name's Andre. When they see me get to the table and I take on the role of a character, it helps because you're stepping out of who you are for that couple of hours chucking some little dice and having fun turning on a video game and playing final fantasy call of duty my wife used to make jokes i hated our principal at the school we met at i'd sit there and play destiny and pretend that my boss was on every enemy i was killing why because it was just a video game did i really want to go shoot her up no and i don't support anything that did saying that doing that what i am saying though if you have a fictitious way of getting the stress out or even a real way, like going out on a hike, running, jogging, exercise, call your friends. Those are the ways to really do it. And I just, again, I want to thank everybody that's been coming in. I didn't want to feel like I let the chat kind of go by, but I love people getting a chance to really share, um, you know, and I'm going to say the one thing Carlos said very, I'm going to follow him. And I know I mentioned it earlier. Drama and negativity have no need in anybody's life, in anyone's life. The minute that bug kicks in, if it's a person, block them. Block the number, don't talk to them. If it's a woman, don't be around them. If the negativity gets to the point where it's creating that, that black hole in your chest, Reach out to us. If you're faithful, reach out to your faith. Whatever you need to do, go through the, the steps. We are here. Because I think that that's what ultimately you get that, like JMC said, like you get that feeling where you can't. And I'm going to address something just right now. Real Batman. I've been dealing with mental health most of my life. This hobby has gotten me through a lot of it. Dude, this saved a lot of us. This happens a lot. And I think Elmatic Prime said it best. Um, I constantly remind myself the hobby should be fun. The day anything... I had a friend of mine say this when I in New York many years ago. He said, the day anything stops being fun is the day I stop doing it. I stopped doing YouTube twice because... The community was so toxic that I got depressed. Carlos was there. 
Phil was there. LeBron was there when it happened the second time. I'm not going through that again. I surround myself with nothing but positive people. And when I meet other positive people like Archer, JJ, I don't I want to keep that circle growing because people don't realize positivity is like the Borg. They infect you and it's infectious. And it's such a great feeling. Like people think it's like, oh, Dre, you're full of shit. Yeah, it could be. I mean, my mom was a psychiatric nurse for 40 years. How, how, what do I know? You know, I I, I love, you know, I, I we, we all deal with mental health. What the hell do I know? I probably know nothing. Again, it's all my opinion. But the reality is positivity is infectious. The more you are good to people, guess what? You feel good. And that trickles down. It's that simple, folks. Very simple. And if you don't mind, I got a couple things. Yeah, go right ahead, brother. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna pause my mic. Ah, uh, LeBron. So first thing, man, dude. Always remember. Okay, you are here for a reason, my friend. You are here for a purpose, and your purpose. Well, that's something you need to find out. But I'm pretty sure it's your daughter your wife and all of us here with you, my friends. So please, I'm going to, I'm going to back up these guys. You, you have my Instagram. If you need to talk anytime, anytime, day, night, whenever it is, man, let me know. Okay. Here for you always brother. All right. So that goes for all you guys. Always here for you guys. I try to be as supportive as I can. I got a seven and a five-year-old running around. It might take me a little bit to get back to you, but I am here for you guys. So I definitely want everybody to know that. Um, and going back to the YouTube thing, guys, um, everybody here knows this and everybody's gone through this. The last thing you want is for YouTube to be a negative in your life or, or, or the, the making videos or being on or collecting. This should always be a positive thing. And for any of you guys, you, you probably all know this, but take your breaks. You know, I've had to take multiple breaks in my time on YouTube because it turned what was a positive into a negative. And I'm like, why the hell am I doing this? Well, then I, I look at these guys. Well, this is why I'm doing this. This is, this was what it's about. This is what it's for. You know, we're not here worried about making money, worried about getting monetized, all this stuff. It's about the relationships. And to say, to just back up what Dre's saying, I would have never met any of you and known any of you if it wasn't for this. So taking those breaks helped refresh the passion and getting back into this. And now look at the relationships, look at the bonds, look at the friendships. I'm just like you guys, I don't have hardly any friends um, outside of this, but man, I got a ton in this, just like all you guys do. And, you know, other than this, my outlet is to go play softball and that's a good outlet, physical activity, physical endurance. That's a great thing. A little bit of competitiveness, competitiveness here and there. So, you know, anybody who's watching and, and this, do, do the things that make you happy. Do the things that are going to lift you up. It's easy to fall into that trap. And, and I'm going to, I'm going to just say it. The devil wants you to be alone. He wants to take people out of your life and he wants to get you alone because that's when you're the most vulnerable. That's when he can strike. That's when he can do the most damage. So really align yourself with a good group of people. Align yourself who are going to support you. Like Dre said, negativity is the last thing you want, especially if you're dealing with an issue when it comes to mental health. You want to be around those people. I understand wanting to figure things out and stuff, but really align yourself with a good, solid group of people. Who's going to support you, be there for you, no matter when you need it. They're going to pump you up. They're going to build you up. 
that's what I've had. Thankfully, thank the Lord, most of my life, I've had a really good uh, support group. There's been times where I've needed to kind of take a step back and figure out things on my own. And I realize that, you know, that works sometimes, but most of the times I wind up screwing it up even more than if somebody had been there and tried to talk me off a ledge. So um, just wanted to thank you guys again. This is a, a fantastic thing that you're doing, Carlos and Dre, and really happy to be a part of it. And uh, love you guys like brothers. Amen. The feeling is very mutual. And I I just want to say we – I think – Everybody in the chat, I think my brother's here for this panel. Um, I 100% um, feel that these opportunities to share are great. And this month is not just for us to just shine the light on this. This is something that we do every day. Anybody that suffers through mental health knows that you, every day is a, is a victory, that you're, that you're alive and you're breathing. Realize that. It is a gift. They call it a, the present for a reason, right? It's a gift. And I want to thank every single one of you guys. JJ, I, it's, it's, it's crazy how I believe that we all meet each other for the right reasons. And we're put on that path to meet. I met Jay. I met you, JJ. Jay and I have been friends now for a minute. JJ, I feel like in our just connecting of the stories and seeing how like that, that cute little daughter of yours and that, uh, you know, shout out. She's, she's very cute. Um, I feel like I, I want to talk to you more and get to know you better and like spend some time actually being, becoming your friend. Archer, you're the same way, dude. I mean, we've got the New York connection. So, you know, it's almost hint there, bro. We fa we family. That's how we roll. So, you know, I definitely, I'm going to be hitting you up and I'm going to say this again, to kind of wrap this idea up before Carlos gives his final thoughts, which is always realize that you need somebody, whether it's your faith, your family, your friends. No bullshit. Every single person in this chat has felt that darkness over them, whether it's been to end their life, to drink, to do drugs, you know, I ain't saying smoking reefer's bad, but I'm saying like the hard stuff that you know will put you in the in the grave. Those things you got to think about, because we all have a family, people that love us, people that will miss us. I will tell you now, the day I ever got any bad news about any of my friends, and I'm not talking like fake friends, I'm talking like the people on this panel. If I ever heard a sad message, it would break my heart. So please, if you need that help, reach out. It even choked me up just even thinking about it because I don't want to ever think that my friends reached that place and I couldn't help them. You know, and I would think that that would go for them as well for me. You know, because we think of the people that are left behind. All right? And I love you guys. And I say this from the bottom of my heart. This is something my mom, who... She was a big proponent in the mental health community here in North Carolina, very well known, wrote new, newspaper articles and everything about her. I dedicate this to you, Ma. I know you watching down, seeing this. It would have been 10 years that you would have been here and you would have been on this thing with us to talk about it and help out everybody, sing one of these guys out and girls out. So thank you. And I love you.
before you guys give final thought, is it okay if I can say a little quick thing? Um, so I want to appreciate you guys a lot. That I, I thank you for everything that you've done with this, and I'm glad to be making more friends. Um, this is one of the beautiful things about YouTube. We can become friends from the other side of the state or from the other side of the world. Um, so just a few things with uh, with everybody, whether you're male or female. Uh, one rule, or I have a few things that are not, I don't want to say rules, but I'll say them as numbers. But number one, when you're going to talk to somebody about what you're, what's going on, don't think about it yourself. Just go and talk to that person. Because if you don't let everything out, go. It, you're never going to understand what you're coping or what you're, how to cope or how to get away from that um, negativity. So you always want to just right away try to get that confidence and just let everything go with somebody. Going to number two, talk to anybody. Talking is free right now. Now, if you feel that you need to get a therapist and that you feel more comfortable that way, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm, I don't, I don't diss anybody on anybody who wants to pay to talk to anybody. But if you have people around you that you can feel that can understand you guys, try them, or because you'll least, I mean, the least, you know, you'll least expect that the person that you that you talk to, a neighbor or, or a friend, you know, I can always call Yukon and be like, "Hey, this is going on," and any one word he can say um, might just get me out of my funk, you know, or just anybody that you usually suspect, like you, you guys say, um, we're here and we meet people without even expecting to meet. And there's always a reason. There's always a connection. That's why we're humans. That's, that's the beautiful thing about it. Three, whoever, uh, we are talking to or listening to, let's let, let us, uh, listen to what they have first to say then we can start giving them ideas or or anything to help them cope we always as humans we intend to like talk over each other and that's one of the things when it comes to somebody needing to vent needing to let go of anything let's hear them out first and always not be like oh i feel you i understand you let's like okay is there anything else what is it that we can do to get you out of this rut or what makes you feel more positive in your life is there anybody else maybe it's not me that uh talking to you might get you out of this but is there anybody else that maybe can relate to you things like that because of course we we always say that same thing we, i understand you i understand and we all go through the same thing but sometimes those are not the best words to say to people that you know some people just might not understand and it's just we're all different and, and that's okay there's nothing wrong with that and, you know, uh, last but not least, when you find that coping mechanism, make sure that you're doing it because it makes you feel good, not because you think it's something that's like, okay, um, it helps, but it's only helping this little bit. No, you want to find something that is going to be really worth it to you. Um, and I'm saying this because I know a lot of people think, oh, just collecting, it, it, it's a, a coping mechanism. Yeah, it is, but... If you're just one of those that it's going to affect you in another way that it's going to hurt you mentally, like what I'm saying is uh, you're deciding to go and buy and buy and buy, but you have, you know, financial things that you have to do, you know, that might not be your coping mechanism. It could be a walk. It could be anything. You know, another thing that I could say that was my coping mechanism that's been very hard is that I love to work out. I love to go to the gym. I just can't do that right now because of my, uh, 
uh, abdominal hernias and I'll be getting surgery this month. And that's something that has broken me down. But I know that in the long run, I'll, I'll get back to it. And, you know, any kind of uh, coping mechanism is is going to be tough at first. But it's like I always tell people, like an example with the gym, the hardest part is starting. Once you start, everything comes in place. The same thing with the talking. If you cope to talk with one of us or with anybody, the hardest part is talking. Then the rest is going to come into place. And that's all I wanted to say to you guys and to everybody in the chat. And thank you so much. And if there's anything you guys need, I'm human, but I also listen. I'm a, I'm a better listener at, at times than me speaking out or, or talking. And as you can see, I'm listening to my daughter more right now than, than anything. But uh, I just want you guys to know, don't hesitate. You're not going to be a bother to me. Yeah, I have kids as well, but I will always reach out and be like, hey, what's going on? What's happening? That, that goes for you, LeBron. I, I, I think you're awesome. And I, I think, uh, you know, we we feel what you feel and you're not alone, you know. And um, I, I really like all you guys. I, I think all you guys are just phenomenal. And I have a very good sense of each and every one of y'all, and I really appreciate you guys. And again, reach out to me if you need anything. I, If you need positivity, I'll give you positivity. If you want to laugh, I'll make you laugh. If I have to make myself look like a fool just to make you laugh, um, it's all worth it to me. Because that's one of my other things is making people laugh is just something that, you know, brings the joy out of everybody to, to get out of what they need to get out from time to time. So anything else? Um, maybe in another chat, but thank you so much guys. And thank you for the opportunity to speak out. Yeah, JJ, thanks for uh, doing this. We appreciate it. I think we all appreciate each other. Like this is, this is not an easy subject to talk about for most people. So I definitely appreciate you guys for willing to do this and talk about, you know, the subject in general. Um, we've done this two other times and I know it's been hard for a lot of people to talk about, like I said, and they have come out of the shell since then. I'm not going to name people, but they have, you know, done, I think, well, for the most part, they, like, Dre was one that came out of the shell. JMC was one that came out of the shell. Just a name drop. Didn't mean to. But, yeah. Um, yeah, this is, this is something that I've wanted to do uh, since the last one. It just scheduling is very hard because everyone's all over the board as far as you know east coast west coast midwest whatever um so one thing i wanted to say before we end this is i think it was yeah last month so i started posting stuff about mental health and uh like i, said, I mentioned to right love hunter arms is the organization that helped me get to where basically where i'm at now uh so i at uh, pre losing my job, I would donate money to them every month. Like every paycheck, there was money coming out. Um, so if you see me post stuff like that on my Instagram, that's why. And JJ was uh, one that donated. So appreciate it, brother. I do. Uh, you're welcome. Well, I wish I could have done a little more, brother. No, I'm dude, sorry, you're but, good, bro. But um, uh, any, any amounts enough. Yeah. So I'm not saying you guys have to donate to it, but I'm saying like it's going to get posted up again. Um, the goal, my goal is to reach 200 bucks. If it goes beyond that, even better, that money goes to help other people that are struggling with whatever it is, addiction, um, alcoholism, mental illness. Uh, it can be pretty much anything. That's what that organization does is to help people 
uh, get to get the help that they need. So there's all kinds of different avenues that you can go to for help. And all those will be linked in the description of this when this is over. Uh, I thought I had it in there. It may not be in there, but I thought I had it in there. If it's in there, even better. But you guys don't have to donate to the one I donate to if you want to. There will be other organizations you can donate to if you want to. Like I said, I'm not pressuring anyone to do it. It's just if you want to, great. If not, that's even better. That's fine, too. Um, that's the like my takeaway from everything tonight today is we're all we're all vulnerable we all seek collecting or some sort of way to cope with you know our lives basically like um you know whatever you're going through if it's collecting if it's drawing if it's reading if it's writing it's walking it's working out like that's what we're doing like that's how we take care of us first things first take care of yourself if you can't take care of yourself you can't take care of anyone else you know reach out to you know it could be anybody it doesn't even matter it could be someone in your in your class at school it could be a neighbor it could be someone on youtube you know no you don't know at all i mean look at how far we've all come like we all got to know each other through instagram and toy collecting and youtube and here we all are doing the same thing talk about a subject that like i said is very hard to talk about for a lot of people so do that. Um, reach out to any of us. We're all here. That is it for me. If anyone else wants to speak up before we end this tonight, this morning, almost tonight, feel free. The mics are open. You guys can unmute your mics and uh, yeah. I, I, I forgot two more things. I'm sorry, guys. So uh, the other thing is, um, guys, if uh, – you know that your mind is not is going to go into a war no matter who you're with, what you're doing, or what you're feeling. Stay away from that. Like, like you know, Dre and Carlos have said, you know, stay away from the negativity. So if you're going into a war mentally, get out of that. That you know that something out there is going to happen and find your peace. You got to find your peace. And then uh, more importantly, like I've always told everybody, uh, let's just be a lot more positive in this world. Right now, there's so much negativity with social media, with news, with politics, with sports, with everything. The things that used to be our, our, our a way of getting away from work, it's starting to become more of a, a negative thing. So, you know, it, from time to time, you know, you see somebody on, and it doesn't have to be on YouTube, but it, it can be out there. Time to time, you see somebody doing something that's making them happy. Give them a positive talk. I know that in our Latino culture, uh, it's I don't know why we were like that in our in our Hispanic culture, but when someone does great, it's like, oh, you think you're all bad now, you know, or you know, oh, hey, that that look over there, you know, he was a ganger, gangbanger, and all that, and you know, we we need to kind of get away from all that and just be positive. And even if you see somebody down, just a hello, uh, hey, you look, you look. You look great today, or you look beautiful today, or whatever. There's always something that's gonna just bring a smile to somebody, whether whether you least expect it. And, and that's all I gotta say, guys. And thank you so much for everything, guys. Again, JJ, like I I love what you said, bro. And you know, remember, folks, we when we say we're here, we're here. If we're not here, because obviously life does take us away from from our devices, even temporarily, reach out. 
let us know what we can do. If I can't help you or Carlos can't help you or anybody else here, we will refer you to the people that can help you. That's the whole purpose of this panel. I also know that Carlos and I said that, um, and I mentioned this to him yesterday, so um, we're going to work on doing the same panel by the end of the month. So we're having it now at the beginning, and there'll be another one at the end of this month to keep it aware of what's going on. Now, if you would like to come back on or if you are in the chat and would like to be on this, we are hosting it again. It'll be on the Overgrown Podcasts channel. Let us know what we can do and we will set it up and it'll probably be we're going to we might change it from a weekend. I don't know, Carlos, it's up to you. Well, me and him will talk about more. But if you are interested and would like to be on this again at the end of the month, we will be in touch with you. And just reach out to us. I gave you the IG and the and Carlos will post my IG, his IG, and we do have the private chat that is my group that I started. Carlos is definitely an admin in my group. And if you and Phil and LeBron are in it, if anybody would like to be added, you just feel like it's a place to just talk about your toys, talk about what you're going through. A lot of the guys in there are great guys, and it's an opportunity for you to 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 grow and feel safe. It's called the collector safe space for a reason, not just for toys. But for this exact purpose, because when I got depressed, it became a place that I could escape to, to talk to my friends. And if it, that grew into my brothers. So I want you guys to, to be able to know that. All right. So I'm going to end my section here. If anybody else has anything to say, please feel free. I got to take my daughters and my wife's strawberry picking. So I'm going to leave, but not on a bad note. I'm leaving on a high note. I'm enjoying some family time. Take your time. Do what you love. And don't forget, folks, always stay geeky. Peace, y'all. Strawberry picking does sound fun, though. All right. Anyone else have anything else uh, they want to say before we end this? Because I know some people got to take off. Um, just want to say real quick, if anyone needs to talk. I mean, I know everyone said I need to talk. Just want to say my DMs are always open on Instagram. If anyone ever needs to reach out or anything, so yeah. So you're saying I can jump into your DMs? Yeah, I mean, you got know, you depending laughing. on what you're sending. I had to make some people laugh, you know. That's the that's what we gotta do here. It's how we, we make ourselves feel better. <laughs> exactly. Like there's a line from Marvel Ultimate Alliance where Deadpool says, I don't talk crazy because I'm crazy. I talk crazy to keep from going insane. There you go. <laughs> that's a that's a mic drop right there. Okay, um, Mr. Yukon Phil, anything before you take off? Uh, no, just thank you again, guys, and everybody in the chat. Uh, really awesome podcast, really awesome show. Um, you guys are all awesome. Love everything you're doing. Uh, keep it up. You guys are doing a great job. And again, just want to put it out there. Anybody needs to talk, please uh, feel free to message me, Skype me, whatever, whatever it is. Um, there for you guys. And uh, love you all. God bless you all. And um, we'll talk to you guys soon.
Don't miss yakking with you, Connor, at 7 p.m. Central. I got to plug myself, too. (laughs) Uh, Before we end this, so I'm going to say, since, you know, you're still unmuted, uh, Phil, where can people find you if they're uh, just watching this for the first time or getting to know any of us right now? So you can find me on Facebook, uh, UConn Phil. You can find me on Instagram at uh, Phil UConn. That's the only user the name they had, so it's got to be Phil UConn. And you can find me on YouTube, of course. I don't do TikTok, um, and I don't do Twitch or any of that stuff for Twitter. So it's primarily Instagram, Facebook, and uh, YouTube, of course. So. Perfect. Hey, Archer, where can we find you at? Yeah, I'm a hair hey on most things. And then um, I'm El Presidente of Nerd Affiliated. So that's the that's the main YouTube channel. Search Nerd Affiliated and Instagram. Same Twitch, same kick, the same. And TikTok, it's nerd underscore affiliated. Thanks. Uh, Jay. Yeah, you guys can hear me? Yeah. Yeah, sorry, my friends are just like moving stuff around. Um, yeah, so in all my all my socials, it's sky underscore surfer 117. Uh, that's where you can find all my stuff. Uh, if you guys want to see what I created, what I've created and what I'm working on, that's where you can see all my stuff. And again, thank you guys for having me on this podcast. This was pretty dope. Um, I also have a podcast as well called The Average Jays. So I talk about literally anything. And if mental health is a, uh, a topic, we do talk about it in, in small bites, not, not a whole episode, but we do make it apparent uh, on how important it is. Um, yeah. And uh, you're welcome to who got the comic book, um, JJ. Yeah. <laughs> and LeBron. <laughs> I just look at the chat right now. <laughs> oh, LeBron, where can we find you? Forgot to unmute. Uh, sorry. Uh, LeBron Fett, literally any social media that I'm aware of. <laughs> so, yeah. Perfect. And JJ, oh, and where can we... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've got it for YouTube. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, got uh, YouTube, too. <laughs> JJ, where can we find you besides on the screen right now? Oh man, you knew what I was gonna say. I was gonna say you'll find me sitting on this chair with you guys. I saw it in your face. <laughs> no, I just wanted to say uh, you can find me on uh, Joker's Funhouse and Figs on Instagram, at Joker's Home on um, Twitter. Um, you can uh, also, well, you can always comment on YouTube on my on my uh, channel if you want to get a hold of me that way as well. Other than that, I, I appreciate you guys. Uh, I hope we get to see Jay more on this, and uh, I want to I want to get to meet all of y'all. Uh, hey, I'm talking. <laughs> I want to get to see y'all more, and uh, hopefully get to talk to like Archer and LeBron and Jay and Dre and and of course you, Carlos. I got some of y'all's numbers, so it'll be great to keep this community going and just uh, keep the positivity rolling. Oh yeah. Well, that is it for today's podcast. Um... I don't have nothing else for you guys tonight. I just want to appreciate, say I appreciate everybody for showing up and supporting this um, UConn. And I, th- I think, JJ, you guys have it streaming to your YouTube. So that's f- awesome. I appreciate it. Like Jay said, we'll be doing this again. Uh, this is the month of mental health awareness. So May 1st through 30th, 1st. So that's the whole month. So 
we'll be doing it again. And like I said, if you want to do this with us next time, by the end of the month, uh, feel free to reach out to Dre or I. It doesn't matter. We'll get it all scheduled up, and we'll host another one. Um, yeah, that's it. Um, I have nothing else. So thank you guys, all you guys in the chat, for coming on. And thank you, gentlemen, for being so brave to be on this. And, yeah, we'll see you guys again probably on UConn's uh, stream later tonight. So I got you, man. I got you. And uh, this will also be on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, every podcasting platform you can think of, it, this will be on there. So appreciate it. And you guys have a great day. And if you guys, like I said, and like all these gentlemen said, if you need anything, reach out to us. That's where our DMs are open. You can slide right in. Have a good day. Bye.